We are very pleased to launch our new report, Gender Equality, Cybersecurity and Security Sector Governance, co-authored by experts Catherine Miller, James Shires and Tatiana Tropina. We're happy to have with us for this podcast, Catherine Miller, who is based in the Department of International Relations at the London School of Economics. Catherine, thanks for joining us today. Hello, thank you so much uh, for asking me. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Likewise, uh, the first question that I'd like to ask you, ask you, Catherine, goes to the heart of the topic. How would you describe the relationship between gender and cybersecurity? Oh, that's such a great question. And as you say, such an important one. The best way to think about the relationship between cybersecurity is that it has three parts. The first is the way that people of different genders, so men, women, and people of diverse gender identities, expressions, and also sexualities, experience cybersecurity and cybersecurity governance differently, right? So people of all genders, people of diverse genders, have gender differentiated needs and capacities when it comes to the practice and experience of cybersecurity. The second is that gendered assumptions, right, ideas we have about masculinity and femininity, as well as sort of gender expectations uh, about what's appropriate or what's associated with masculinity and femininity, inform the way we think about all forms of security, including cybersecurity. One of the easiest ways to think about that, it's a little bit of an abstract idea, is that when we look at what do we mean when we talk about cybersecurity? Are we talking about, for instance, uh, ideas of national defense associated with the state, with the military? Are we talking about security of systems or the security of corporations, right? All of which are important components of cybersecurity, but also all of which are institutions that tend to be associated with ideas of masculinity, the activities of not exclusively, but often majority men in the public sphere. And what happens then if we, t- if we look at instead the gender uh, experiences of security and needs for security of individuals, right? Embodied people, which then lets us see the needs and capacities of women, people of diverse uh, gender identities, expressions and sexualities, as well as potentially marginalized communities, civil society organizations, and so forth. So thinking about how gender prioritizes the way we think about security. And the third aspect, if I haven't totally lost you, is very concrete, which is just the very simple recognition that people of all gender identities, expressions, and sexualities have the right to participate in cybersecurity, governance, policymaking, practice, and oversight, and that a core component of gender and sexual equality is addressing participation and working towards greater inclusion in a meaningful way. Thank you, Catherine. That's a a very comprehensive analysis and indeed highlighting the different experiences that different different gender identities have when it comes to cybersecurity and cybersecurity governance is an essential component, and you elaborate very well on that in your paper. Uh, Let me stretch this further. Mm -hmm. What contribution does this analysis make to this, um, and I think we all agree it's an underexplored area, underexplored research uh, field. What are the main takeaways, if you will, for, for readers from this paper? 
Oh, again, such a great question. And I'm so pleased to get to talk about this paper, which, you know, we worked very hard on, we really believe in. Uh, one of my favorite takeaways or from this paper is that there is no realm of good governance, of security sector reform, of good security sector governance that does not need to attend to ideas of gender and sexual equality, right? Put differently, gender and sexual equality are important and central and vital to ev the governance of every sphere of social life. And cyber, because we're talking about information and communications technologies, we're talking about networks, systems, devices, it often can be a bit challenging to think about how something that seems quite technical or not about people, in fact, relates to gendered and sexualized experiences of the world, and in turn is like a really core component of moves towards greater gender and sexual equality. And so what I really like about the report is that it highlights not only the centrality of gender and sexual equality to good cybersecurity governance, but also it shows the centrality of gender equality and sexual equality to all spheres of governance. Another thing I really like about the paper is that we work quite hard to apply our existing lessons about what good governance means to cyber. And so we balance pointing out sort of the unique challenges or the distinct challenges that cybersecurity poses to gender and sexual equality, but we also try to sort of myth bust the idea that cyber is this completely distinct sphere that brings about sets of challenges that we've never seen before and we have no idea about how to manage because in fact our pre-existing ideas about good governance, about the security sector, about gender and sexual equality are indeed entirely applicable to cybersecurity governance. It just requires some grounded analysis, which we try and provide in the paper to show how that might be done. Indeed, indeed, the paper does not only highlight the challenges, but it also provides practical tips for relevant stakeholders on how, does, how could one tackle these challenges. Um, very insightful set of responses from you, Catherine. We invite our listeners to follow you on Twitter at Dr. Kat K. Miller. Catherine, thank you once again for your time. Thank you so much. This has been wonderful.